All right, all right, all right. What is going on, y'all? Welcome back to Cigar Rafi. And hopefully this hopefully this podcast reaches uh, or does what it has to do, man. Because my other episodes I've been having trouble with. Uh, people, Some people aren't getting them. It wasn't, I don't know. I reached out to Anchor and they told me it takes a little bit. Or, I don't know. They didn't say they're having any trouble. They just told me it takes a little bit. I don't know. I just find it weird that from one day I go... From all my podcasts, you know, 80 downloads, 90 downloads, 60 downloads, to three. I don't know. that, <laughs> And 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 those weren't even downloads. Those were listens. And I think that was me from my other podcast to see when I was testing it to see if it worked, if it if it uh, worked. But anyway, without further ado, man, let's get right into this, man. Cause it's gonna, I don't know how long this podcast is going to be. I'm trying not to make it like extremely excruciatingly long, but don't know. So this thing I want to talk about, man, is this whole Jesse Smollett thing. Now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to break it. I'm going to go down the timeline and give uh, little thoughts or thoughts here and there on some things that I found interesting or that, I, you know, you may have heard, may have not heard. I don't know, but I'll just give you my little take on it because I have been following this from the beginning uh, I thought it was very interesting. I thought it was kind of wild, you know. And let me give you my story uh, when I first heard it, because everybody, this is like this is like my night, you know, my nine eleven story. You know, everybody has a nine eleven story. Everybody it has a nine eleven story. Hey, what were you doing on nine eleven? You know what I mean? Um, this is my Jesse Smollett story uh, of what what that would happen. So, uh, when I first, I mean. In a nutshell, the bottom line is when I first heard it, I was like, oh, my God, this is horrible. This is bad. This is going to be really bad. I thought, you know, f- first of all, why would anybody attack this dude? You know, he seems like a good. I don't know him. You know, I don't really watch Empire like that. I've seen a couple episodes. My wife watches Empire. She she likes that show a lot. Uh, I sat with her, watched the first season. Um, it was like, okay, okay. But then it was like a lot of things. I, I was like, ah, man, I don't know if I can get with this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just not my thing. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of drama and stuff like that. And it's more like a soap opera. You know what I mean? Uh, it has some, some parts that was all right, but no, just, you know, whatever. Not my thing. It was her thing though. She liked it. So I sat with her and we watched it. Uh, so, you know, in, in the show seemed like a good guy, whatever. So when I heard this story, I was like, damn, what the hell? You know what I mean? Like. Why would they attack this dude like that? Now, uh, I didn't even, I think I didn't even hear about it. And I, th- I think I heard about, yeah, no, I heard about it like right as it happened because I think TMZ got it like right away. You know, TMZ, they be in everybody's business. I mean, that's their job to to gossip. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I'm, I'm surprised it's created by a man. <laughs> but, you know, uh, I used to think gossip was a woman thing, but I guess not. So anyway, that was really misogynist, wasn't it? I know I'm gonna hear, I'm, I'm, I know I'm gonna get some heat on that, but I don't care. So uh, I heard this story and I was like, man, this is messed up. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I can't believe this happened, bro. Like I was, I was dumbfounded. I thought we were like, you know, I've, I've never heard of a like modern day lynching, and I'll get to that modern day lynching remark. Uh. You know, I was like, man, in my time, a lynching, I never thought I'd see that. You know what I mean? I've never seen it. If you have, I'm sorry that you have seen that. Uh, Hopefully, you've never experienced that, you know? And if you have, you're probably not listening to this, you know, because 
I don't know who's who survives being hung, you know. Uh, but whatever. So anyway, that's that. That was me. I heard it. and I said, "This is bad. This is horrible." By, and I'm be honest with you. Um, not because I'm not a Democrat, and I don't align with them or any liberal stuff, but just because I'm the type. I'm you know I, I'm in the middle of the bird, and when I say the middle, there's a left wing and a right wing, right? <laughs> I'm I'm in the middle of the bird. I'm, I I kind of tell myself. I see myself as being where the, where the head of the bird is, the head or, you know, the heart or whatever, the organs, not the wings. Because when you're on the wings, one wing needs the other. That's my theory, okay? Uh, one wing is, the left wing needs the right wing. If not, you're not a wing. You're just there. You're just a bunch of feathers with a little cartilage. You need, both the, both the wings need to be there to fly, to get something done, to get somewhere. Uh, so when I heard MAGA, when I heard when I heard or when, when I read because it was something I read when I read they attacked them you know first thing I read was they attacked them you know was, and I said okay it might, it might be a homophobic attack yeah it could definitely be a homophobic attack you know I said oh wow you know uh, and then but when I heard MAGA and then went and then I didn't know where it was until actually a little bit later maybe like a little bit later. I didn't realize it was in Chicago. I just didn't realize that. I thought it was somewhere else. You know, I'm thinking, oh, this guy went on vacation. I don't know. And then, because it was kind of real real quick. It was a tweet I read. And I was like, damn. So when I heard MAGA, MAGA hats, I'm thinking this guy is in the, the South somewhere. Uh, You know, and I don't know. Maybe he got caught in the woods or something. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he was camping or something. I don't know. what. I don't know. You know what I mean? I just didn't. Because... First of all, I've never even really seen a MAGA hat in person. I, oh, yeah. One of my uncles had one. One of my uncles had one. Um, and he's Dominican, but he's black, by the way. You know, yeah. Let, let that let that uh, marinate in your head for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there are uh, African-Americans and there are Hispanic-Americans and all kinds of Americans that are for Trump. You know what I mean? It just is what it is. You don't have to be for whoever whoever they say that the minorities have to be for you know you be who, who we live in a country where we could do whatever you know we could vote for whoever we want to vote for but anyway i thought he was in the south so then i saw he was in chicago so i was like hmm chicago hmm wow that I, I said to myself these are the toughest racist in the world to be in chicago like you wouldn't like you can't even dream a racist dream in in, in chicago like you can't even have a racist dream in Chicago because they'll they'll get you in your dreams. You know what I mean? Um nevertheless wearing a MAGA hat in Chic in Obama country? That's why when he said when they, when I read MAGA country, I was like, it's definitely not MAGA country. That's Obama country, if anything. You know what I'm saying? That's liberal country. You know, that's Democrat country. You know what I'm saying? That's not MAGA country, if anything. I, I never heard the term MAGA country in my life. That, that sounds stupid, but whatever. Um, so I was like, okay, that doesn't make sense, but whatever. Okay, wow. I said, damn. Then it was like, oh, he's wearing MAGA hats, and he said, now, I said to myself, I was like, yo, uh, dude, like, wow, this is really, really, really deliberate like this is really cliche you know what i'm saying it's a real cliche attack like this is like this is the uh, this is the the poster child of what 
racism like this isn't like the racism that we're talking about oh you heard what he said with with some subtones of racism no this isn't this modern day racism where people have those those subtones or oh he said that he wants to see a black person or you know or like the liam neeson thing where it's like it's like okay you could take it where where you have to analyze it for you to take it as racist you know what i'm saying where you have to be like well no maybe he was he was upset and you know when there's when you have to analyze something, it's like, uh, this was like deliberate. This is cliche. The the hands down, this is what racism is. This right here. This is the poster child. This is the father, the godfather, the mother of racism right here. The noose, the bleach, the N-word. And then you add the fact that he was a homosexual and you add the F. You know, they called him a faggot. You know, and you're like, oh, shit. Shit, this is the worst thing that can happen in the world. But all in in 2019, all in one time, let's be honest. Like my like like my friend, my pod well, my my podcast colleague, Dwayne, the one and only says, put on your big boy pants, okay? And let's let's really think about this. 2019. In Chicago, you are not gonna get attacked like this. You are this is not the racism that you're that Unfortunately, let's be honest. Again, big boy pants. This is not the racism that a lot of you want there to be. There's people out there who are upset that he didn't really get attacked. They're upset. They are upset. He was upset. I mean, I mean, it, it, <laughs> they're upset that he this didn't really happen. How can you be upset that there's people upset that? He lied that this happened, obviously. And there's people up, but it surprised me. It blew me away that there was people upset that he, that this did not really happen. Like, you want this to be, like, you want there to be, like, two white guys out there walking around tying nooses or, I don't know how you would get away with that. But anyway, you want there to be two white guys running around tying nooses around people and pouring bleach on them and, like, this, Really? Anyway, let's read this timeline of events so we know. And I'm going to, you know, January 22nd, the week before he says he was attacked in the streets, Phil Smollett reported receiving an envelope addressed to him at production studios on Chicago's west side. The envelope was postmarked in southwest suburban Bedford Park four days earlier on January 18th. The letters MAGA were written in red ink in the return address of the envelope. Smollett told police he and the show's executive producers used gloves to open the envelope. Inside was a threat and cut out letters. You will die black, expletive. There was, uh, you know, F word. There was white powder in the envelope, but it was determined to be crushed pain reliever, according to police. Let's talk about that real quick. He gets an envelope. And I don't know if you guys seen the envelope. I don't know. Let me, let me lower this a little bit. It seems like, no, that's raising it. Let me lower the volume on my, uh, my microphone here. It seems like, I don't know. If somebody look, first of all, I don't know if you've seen the letter. The letter, the letter, was written. My my stomach's growling. I'm, I, I gotta go get lunch. The letter was written in like the most childish handwriting, and then, like I mean, the the envelope, not the letter. The envelope with which the letter came in had childish writing on it. Like a child did it. Like it had the letter 
said uh on the return address it said maga like a child wrote it like seriously like a child with a crayon wrote it and then the address uh i i think yeah the address was written like a child wrote it but it had two envelopes like i mean i'm sorry two stamps with american flags and that that was kind of well that was kind of well thought out with two american flags and it said maga and 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 it was actually stamped but i don't know what uh, <laughs> mail uh i don't know why usps didn't be like oh this is i mean you handle the mail you would think you would feel you know that it, and it looks just weird and and usps normally would be like well wait a minute this looks weird and they, and they'll call it out and they'll have investigators and everything over there so whatever but somehow it got through and it went to fox studios so fox studios gets to where jussie is and instead of it said, okay, it says, it says, where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Inside the threat, you will die. There was an envelope. The envelope was postmarked. The letters MAGA written in red ink. The return address, the envelope. Smaller told police and the show's executive producers. Smaller told police, he and the show's executive, okay, he and the show's executive producers opened up the letter with gloves. Ladies and gentlemen, if you get a letter written the way that that, le- that uh, if you get an envelope written the way that that envelope was written and you feel because pow- you, you can feel uh, and, and, and you can hear the powder going back and forth on the envelope because I'm sure they grabbed it and they went and they handled it a little bit before they opened it. Um, you're not going to open that letter. You'll be a dumbass open. They put on gloves. Like, I mean, <laughs> who does that? Nobody does that. These are supposed to be smart people, creators, creating a show. You know, it takes a lot. It takes intelligence to put together a show like this. You know, whether you watch it or not, whether you like it or not, it, let's be honest. It takes intelligence to put this show together. You know, you may not like Lee Daniels or whoever, but he, he's intelligent. I mean, he's putting together a show. He puts together shows and they sell whether you like them or not. You know, whether you like Jesse or not, he got picked for the role for whatever reason. I'm not saying he's the smartest guy and we see that right now, but he got picked, whatever. So, you know, you have some kind of intelligence. You know not to use gloves. Let's not use gloves. Okay, let's not use gloves. Let's go ahead and just not fucking use gloves i mean i mean not just not use gloves let's just not open this goddamn letter don't open it you know what i'm saying let the police open call the police don't even open it be like look man i got threatened like i don't know what it is i don't know where i don't know where it's from it's not like it has a return address to a family member so you know you're not you know what i mean it's it's it just said maga you know what i mean let the police open it then it was determined that it was crushed up uh uh pain reliever or whatever January 29th, Smollett reports he was attacked by two men while out getting food from a Subway sandwich shop around 2 a.m. The actor, black and openly gay, said he was walking back to his apartment at three uh, in the 300 block of East North Water Street when two men walked up, yelled racial homophobic slurs, declared his MAGA country hit him, and wrapped a noose around his neck. Now, the 300 block of East, New, uh, East North Water Street seems like it is a a uh night like it's a nice place like it's a you know i i don't think he'd be staying in uh you know somebody of uh, a celebrity like him i don't think they'll be staying in in uh somewhere that's run down you know 
he's not just starting out. This thing is it's, it's in like in it's in like its fifth or sixth season or something like that, you know. So he's 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 already he's already there, you know. Um, granted, whatever he was making, I don't you know he's making more than me. He he does two episodes. He's already beat more than what I make a year. So. Uh, I think he does one. I think he made like sixty something a year. So he's already more than what I make a year. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't think he's staying in a bad place. It's a good neighborhood, and good neighborhoods don't have uh two white boys walking around with with maga hats on, with nooses and bleach at two in the morning, trying to find a black person or a gay person or a black and gay person where they feel like if if this happened like they hit the jackpot this is the jackpot of oh, this is the jackpot for them for a race this is the jackpot this is like i won the lottery i won the power bowl this guy's gay and black i won the power bowl okay of of racist victims or of the victim that the racist wants right so uh yeah so they yelled this is maga country hit him wrapped the noose around his dick i mean <laughs> said his dick <laughs> That's right. Maybe he wanted that. I don't know. Around his neck. January 30th. Chicago police report they have a, at, at least a dozen detectives reviewing hundreds of hours of surveillance for camera footage, including a, of Smollett walking downtown, but none of the videos show the attack. Police release. Uh, what is it? Police release of two people in the area at the time whom they would like to question. The two persons were captured by a surveillance camera on New Street. Near Illinois Street between 1.30 and 1.45 a.m. Smaller said he was attacked about 15, 30 minutes later around the corner. The images, however, are dark and faces indistinguishable. That's the famous picture that will I think will always be famous. Uh, th- this guy, Jesse, I think he got what he wanted. He wanted fame. I think he wanted just wanted fame. And he also had a political agenda. You know, he wants to be an activist. I think his I think his parents or something or his mom or something were activists. And, you know. Uh, I think he wants to be in that thing. Like, man, what can I do? You know, because he's all in the, all the Kamala Harris pictures and he's got his fist up and he's got these shirts and he's, oh, you know, we got to save the whales and all, I mean, all kinds of shit. He wants to save everything. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, he's in everything. All right. He's in everything. Uh, he just, he wants to be an activist. You know, some people strive to be that and it's cool to be activist now. You know, back in the day, it was hard to be an activist. Everybody hated you, everybody, whatever. It wasn't the cool thing, but you, you had your followers, but you were a warrior. Those activists were warriors. Like, well, man, Malcolm X, Martin Luther, there's, no, there's never going to be those again. Those guys were one, were just one. It was just them, okay? Those guys, I mean, there's a lot more activists, you know. It's not just black activists, all kinds of activists, but right now, everybody's an activist because they got Twitter. So, yeah, that that's that that's that. Reports of Smollett's attack drew outrage and supports on social media, including from U.S. Senator Kamala Harris. She's the fakest, one of the fakest people I've ever I've ever read of. Um, of Cal- uh, Kamala Harris of California, Republican, uh, U.S. Sorry, U.S. Representative, not Republican, U.S. Representative Bobby Rush of Chicago and openly gay TV host Ellen Ellen DeGeneres. Um, I wish they wouldn't include Ellen in this. Ellen's Ellen's a really nice person. Um, I don't know much about Bobby Rush, but Kamala Harris, she lost my interest. I mean, she was going to lose it. You know, I don't, I'm really, I, I don't think I'm, at least for the next few years, I'm not voting, I'm not voting Democrat, but I, Kamala Harris definitely lost me because of that, 
the whole thing in the Breakfast Club where she was clearly pandering to the black community, and I didn't like that. I I didn't like the way she went about it. She was like, "Yeah, I smoke weed, and I inhale." Shut the hell up, man. Why? You, what? What are you doing, man? Yeah, I listened to Tupac and Biggie when I was smoking. Man, she, man. Ugh. Anyway, um, and uh, Ellen Ellen's a good person, man. Ellen's a good person. Ellen's a good person. So, all right, that was January thirty. January thirty first. Trump tells reporters at the White House that he saw a story the evening before about Smollett and that it doesn't get worse as far as I'm concerned. Um, I I don't I don't know what Trump meant by that. <laughs> I really don't know what he meant. It doesn't get worse. As far as I guess it's. I don't know what he meant by that. I don't know what he meant. I know he was like, damn, this is messed up. But sometimes, man, the big man's words are like he just says things like I I think he meant well, but I think he yeah, this is definitely because I don't understand what he meant by this. It doesn't get worse as far as I'm concerned. I guess he meant like there's nothing worse than this. He could have said there's nothing worse than this because a dumbass like me will think too much about it. But anyway. Despite the support of celebrities and politicians, skepticism continues to grow on social media. Smallest families issued a statement calling the attack a racial and homophobic hate crime. The family says he has told the police everything and the and his story has never changed. Disputing assertions on social media that he has been less than co- than cooperative, cooperative and has changed his story. Okay, all right, Jesse, all right, I got you. February 1st, Smollett issues a statement telling people that he is okay and thanking them for their support. He says he is working with authorities and has been 100% factual and consistent on every level. This is where, this is the first time you actually hear from him like that. This is where uh, it starts to really begin to, for me, to look like there's something really, really, really wrong. The fact that uh, he says uh, that he has been 100% factual and consistent on every level. Why does he feel like he has to reassure us that he's telling the truth? Regardless of everyone doubting him, regardless. If you're telling the truth, you're telling the truth. But if you really, if you watch any time that he made a statement or something, or even on his interview, which that's what, that's one of the things that buried him, buried him he bodied himself right there he bodied himself one of those one of the things there is that he kept saying i'm telling the truth like in one in one in one in ah, in many ways shapes or forms he kept saying i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth i'm telling the truth you don't have to keep saying that if you're telling the truth you know what i'm saying the 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 truth will set you free all that good stuff if you're lying it will come out like this <laughs> jesse lying <laughs> If you don't watch Empire, you don't talk about. Anyway, Smollett gives a concert in West Hollywood, Florida. His first performance is the reported attack. I had to be here tonight, y'all. I can't let them win, he said, visibly fighting tears. I have so many words in my heart. The most important things I have to say is thank you so much and that I'm okay. I'm not fully healed yet, but I'm going to. And I'm going to stand strong with y'all. Smollett said that he had to play the show because he couldn't let his attackers win. Okay, bro. This is another thing that messed him up. Me, I wouldn't have played the show. But like, look, man, I just got attacked, bro. I would have gave everybody their money back. You know what I mean? And in the end, I'm gonna, I'm gonna unfortunately have to show you. And anyway, I'll show you in the end how to how this could have played out better for him. Uh, or I'll I'll explain how this could have played out better for him. 
Um, he said he couldn't let his attackers win. I mean, he's a, he, he started he was acting on that stage. I mean, you could see it from right there. That that that's another that was another checkmate for me, where I was like, this guy's acting on the stage. He said, "Oh, I'm okay, but I'll heal." He tried to be an activist so bad that it 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 started to look like yo, you're just acting like one. You're just acting. That's what you're doing. You're not really about it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Nah, this didn't just happen. You know what I mean? And the reason I say that is because I just recently watched. I'm sorry. This is a good example. I just recently watched the Lorena Bobbitt uh, documentary called Lorena. If you go to, I think it's on Amazon Prime, right? Um, There's like a four-part series. It's a documentary on Lorena Bobbitt. Go watch that documentary. You when you see her in the courtroom when she's telling her story, right? Uh, you can, I mean, if if this woman is was was lying, you this woman needs to be cast on every movie, bro. This 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 woman had me convey, and I'm a, and I doubt everything, bro. I don't unless I have facts, unless I have evidence. I don't just sit there and be like, oh yeah, the, like, and she had me. The, the way she was talking, her body language, the words that she was saying, was she, you know, everything was just like, man, this woman really got attacked. This woman went through some shit. Something happened to her. You know what I'm saying? But the way Jussie was doing it, it was like, what are you, are you, a, is, is this a, a what, what do you call it? You know, when they rehearse for a show, you know, like, you know, to get the part, like the, oh man, I forgot the name of that. But anyway, let's keep going. February 12th, fast forward. We're going from February 2nd to February 12th. Chicago police say Smollett turned over some, but not all of the phone records that the, that the detectives requested as part of their investigation. Smollett said, has said his music manager was on the phone with him at the time of the attack and can corroborate this story. But police say the heavily redacted files aren't sufficient. Smollett says the information was redacted to protect the privacy of contacts and people not relevant to the attack. Okay. Uh, on the interview, he said, oh, no, I'm not turning over my phone. I got to put, you know, I've got phone numbers and, uh, you know, all kinds of things. Uh, my coworkers and lovers or partners, whatever, um, there, I'm not going to turn that over. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the cops, the cops don't want Terrence Howard's number. The cops don't want that. The, the cops don't want Lee Daniels' number or a picture of what Lee Daniels had for dinner. They don't even want the the dick pics you got. They just want the timeline. You know what I'm saying? They just want your phone records. You know what I mean? To to you know for the timeline now. And he said on the interview, they didn't ask me for phone records. They asked me for my phone. Yes, because right then and there they were gonna they they wanted the phone for four hours because they were gonna give it to their IT guy and and he was gonna download the the phone records from there and then give you the phone back. But since you said no, then they're like, all right, give us the phone records. We gotta get phone records, so they gotta go through the company now since you don't want to give it up, you know, like you're a suspect. You know what I'm saying? Come on, put your big boy pants on. February 14th, Smollett gives a national television interview on Good Morning America seeking to put doubts to rest about whether he was attacked. You do such a, you, you, this is a quote from him. You do such a disservice when you lie about things like this, Smollett told GMA, co-anchor Robin Roberts. 
I've heard that it was a date gone bad, which I so resent that narrative. He told Roberts, I'm not going to go out and get a tuna sandwich and a salad to meet somebody. That's ridiculous. And it's offensive. How is it offensive? What, what What's offensive? A tuna salad and a, sal uh, and a salad? That... It, it's offensive that you go out to meet somebody and you get a tuna salad. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, a tuna sandwich and a salad. Man, shut. Everybody. Oh God, people, man. He says he is convinced that the men in the surveillance images were attackers. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's them. Never did. Of course not, because that's the people you hired. I don't have any doubt in my mind that that's them. I never did. Chicago police announced hours later that detectives are interviewing the two persons of interest captured on video. A law enforcement source said the two men, brothers in their 20s, were brought in for questioning Wednesday night from O'Hare International Airport after arriving from Nigeria. One of them worked as an extra on Empire, the source said. Chicago police later, uh, I'm sorry, Chicago police later say local media reports that the attack against Jesse Smollett was a hoax and unconfirmed. That was that same day. Producers of Empire dispute media reports that Smollett's character was being written off the show. They disputed it. They said, uh, I guess they said, no, he's not being written off the show. February 15th, early in the day, Chicago police spokeswoman, Anthony, uh, spokesman, sorry, Anthony Guglielmi says the two persons of interest are now considered potential suspects. He says the men are in custody but have not been charged with a crime. You really can't charge those two men with a crime. They did nothing wrong. They did nothing. All they did was go to the store for this guy. Think about it. That's all they did. They went to the store. They went to the store and bought whatever. He told Abe, hey, here's $100. Can you go buy this, 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 and that? All right. They went, they, that's essentially what they did. You know what I'm saying? They didn't really beat him up. They didn't jump him. They didn't rape him. They didn't do none of that. They didn't do anything. They didn't do anything. You can't, there's nothing they could do to these guys. I hope they got a lawyer. I mean, if these guys are doing this for $4,000, I, I, you know, they probably don't have the money that Jesse that uh, that Jesse has. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they didn't do anything. Them two Nigerians did not do anything. So get, I mean, you know, I I hear people saying, oh, they should be prosecuted. No, they shouldn't. All they did was go buy something for him. That's all they did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If somebody if somebody goes, hey, look, I'm gonna give you four thousand dollars. Uh. Pretend that you hit me. Uh, okay. Pretend I'm gonna I'm not gonna hit you. But okay, I'll pretend I hit you. Boom, I hit you. Hey, hey, here's a hundred dollars. Go buy a mask and a red hat. Okay. Keep, I'm sure you said keep the chain. I'm like, all right, shit. <laughs> now I got a mask and a red hat. You know what I mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean it's I know they, they didn't do anything. Bottom line, okay? Nothing. February sixteenth. February sixteenth. A law enforcement source says Chicago police are now investigating whether Smollett paid the two brothers to stage the an attack, following up on information provided by the two while they were in custody. Investigators also have been given new details about the rope that Smollett said was made into a noose and placed around his neck as he walked toward his apartment in the 300 block of East North Water Street. The source said, Detectives had been searching area retailers to find the source of the rope, but the new information allowed them to narrow their search and find where it was sold, the source said. The attorneys, uh, let, let's talk about the rope real, real quick because when he was interviewing, this is why I say the interview was his downfall. I don't know if anybody caught it. Besides the body language, which somebody did a video about that and it was a great video, go check it out. Just put body language of Jesse Smollett during interview and that video will come out. Um, 
when he's talked about the rope, when he said, oh, they put the rope around my neck. He said, I felt the rope burn. There was no burns around his neck during the in the interview. You saw the interview. There was no burns. A victim, somebody like Jussie, this is what would have happened. With, with somebody, an activist like Jussie, wants to show how racist everyone is and, uh, and the, 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 the United States is just the worst place to live in, um, would not, you know, because... I know you're saying, well, he's an actor. Every time they go for interview stuff, they always put makeup on. They're not going to put makeup on that. They're going to leave that open so that you see it. Just how he had the gay flag on his shirt when he was interviewing. He had other things there that were, you know, for what what he believes in. He's going to leave that there. He's going to leave that there. If there was a rope burn, rope burn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the way he described it, it would have stayed there. He's like, I felt the burn of the rope. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he went balls deep into this. I mean, left the nuts hanging out. He went deep. Shout out to Hodge Twins. You know what I mean? Um, I was like, what the hell are you talking about, bro? Then he also said, I don't think anybody caught it, but in the beginning he said, that's when I felt them tying the rope around my neck. And then he later said, when when she asked him, uh, why you know you you know why'd you leave the rope and blah, blah, blah. he's like, well, it, it wasn't tied around my neck; it was just around my neck. Come on, bro. Come on, come on. I watch forensic files. I do. I have a conspiracy podcast. I be, and the podcast is new, but not me in conspiracies. Not me reading about mysteries. Not be me reading about murders. I've been doing that for years. That those are my favorite things to read about forensics and all that stuff those are my favorite things to read about and i um i was in law enforcement officer so the actor issued a strongly worded statement late saturday insisting the attack happened jesse smollett is angered and devastated by recent reports that the perpetrators are individuals he is familiar with he has been further victimized by claims attributed to the alleged perpetrators that jesse played a role in his own attack nothing is further from the truth the statement said one of the brothers was Smollett's personal trainer the first time he has he was acknowledged knowing either of them. The two also reported reportedly worked with Smollett on Empire. He got him a little role. I remember when they were in uh well I saw the picture and I remember that episode when my wife was watching it. I think I yeah, I saw, it was like they were in uh in the jail and uh what's your name? Uh, was in the jail, whatever. February nineteenth. Another uh, in another twist investigation, Cook County State Attorney Kim Fox recuses herself from the case as prosecutors in her office began questioning two brothers who had been possible suspects. Fox says she made the decision out of an abundance of caution because of her fam familiarity with potential witnesses in the case. Hours before Fox's statement, the two brothers who had been under arrest appeared at the criminal courthouse to talk to prosecutors and detectives. Authorities said they and their attorney were seen near the grand jury rooms Tuesday afternoon, but police said they did not appear before it. Look, again, those two guys ain't do nothing. I don't even want to hear about those two guys anymore. Those two guys ain't do nothing. They ain't do nothing. They ain't do anything. They'll, those guys, I don't think anything should happen to them, honestly. Nothing, man. I mean, yeah, they're going to be a little bit ridiculed, whatever, what, okay? They were out there getting money. So, you know, they needed money. You know, they were like, look, man, we live, you know, we trying to get a, we trying to get in the game, you know, acting and all that stuff. You know, they're bodybuilders. Um, they probably just have regular jobs. They were extras on the show. They probably didn't get paid a lot. Probably, probably a hundred bucks, five hundred bucks. You know, Jesse paid him four thousand. Like, yo, I'm gonna give you four thousand dollars. You know, this guy's kind of famous. You know, he probably put him on. He was like, you know what, you put me on. I'm gonna help you out. You know, um, 
it's not really we're not really hurting you so yeah i'll help you out whatever you know he god knows what jesse told him he's probably like yo let's rehearse this thing in the street so i could put you on the show i don't know who knows and he, he was probably like yeah because if you see the video when they were buying the stuff there's a video that caught them buying all the stuff that jesse needed for this hoax right when you saw the video of them in there they didn't look like they didn't even look diabolical. They just looked like two dudes buying stuff. They didn't look like they were anything bad. They didn't look like they were like, ha, 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 we're going to, you know, uh, you know, commit the hoax of the year. They, they didn't look like that. They were just buying stuff. They just like regular people buying stuff. You know what I mean? It was, you know, one was on his phone. They were look, they looked around. They went, you know, they paid for the item. They got their change. He counted it. Put it in his pocket and they left. That's it. Nothing. They didn't. They didn't even look like they were doing anything bad. Like if I saw that, I'd be like, "Yo, they okay? They ain't doing nothing. Like this. So what? They bought a red hat, some gloves, you know, a baklava, which it's cold. So if it's that cold, you wearing a baklava. I mean, if you, if you're not wearing a face mask in that in that weather, you're crazy. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, that's another thing, Jesse. The the fact that they picked you out. And they said Empire because they just knew you. I'm sure you. I'm sure you were bundled up. I'm sure you were. I'm sure you didn't just go out with your face all exposed. You know you had a, you had to have had a hat on or something. Shoot. But anyway, February 20th, Smollett was charged with disorderly conduct for allegedly filing a false police report about the attack. The Cook County State Attorney's Office said hours later, the Chicago Police Department announced that Smollett was officially classified as a suspect. Boom. Bomb. Drop. In a criminal investigation for filing a false police report, a felony. New details emerge about why Fox recruits herself. In a statement, one her aides say the Cook County State Attorney had a conversation with a family member of Jesse Smollett about the incident. After the initial report of the attack and facilitated a connection to the Chicago Police Department who were investigating the incident. Former Cook County State Attorney Anita Alvarez, whom Fox defeated in 2016 to win the chief prosecutor job takes a shot at fox on facebook for her recusal alvarez writes maybe i should have just rescued myself from the difficult cases that came across my desk when i was state's attorney damn i was under i didn't even know that i was under the impression that when the voters elected me and i took my oath of office it meant i had a job i had to do my job before smollett was called a suspect fox te television says smollett continues to be a consummate professional on set and it is uh, reiterated that he is not being written off the show. Nobody cares at this point. By February 20, nobody gives a damn anymore. Nobody cares. People people are, are probably sending in dummy scripts. Be like, look, this is how you can write them off. Just have them fall off a building or something. You know what I mean? Like he was singing and he, and he slipped and he fell off the building. I don't know. Whatever. Smallest... I'm not wishing death upon anybody, okay? Nobody got hurt here. It was just hurt feelings. That's all that happened here. Hurt feelings. Thank God nobody got hurt. And I'll give my last two cents on this because this is the last one here. February 21st. Smaller surrenders to Chicago police and is arrested early morning hours. He is booked and his mugshot taken. In a forceful news conference, Chicago Police Superintendent Eddie Johnson says Smaller faked both the threatening letter and the attack because he was dissatisfied with his salary on the show. I think that's what he told them. I don't know. I don't know yet. Johnson, who is African-American, calls the alleged hoax despicable and says, well, Johnson is the chief of police over there. Drag Chicago's reputation through the mud. He, he also reprimands the assembled media for not paying as much attention to each 
case of gun violence in the city as as has been paid uh, to the smaller case. That's true, man. Stuff happened in Chicago. A Cook County prosecutor reads the state's detailed case known as a proffer to assembled media at the Layton Criminal Court building. An African-American Cook County judge noting the presumption of innocence rebuked Smollett's while say, uh, rebook Smollett, rebook Smollett, while setting his bond at one hundred thousand, Smollett will have to post ten thousand cash and surrender his passport to leave lockup, which he posts late in the afternoon and is released. Check this out. Unfortunately, we're at a place where, and especially in this situation, it's very, very touchy. You have to be careful how you go about it. Notice how they said an African American Cook County judge, and they said Johnson, who is African American. You have to let it be known that the authorities, the people who are handling this are African-American. A lot of the people, not all of them. Uh, his lawyers are white, but and that's neither here nor there. I don't know. That's weird how you fake a crime saying white people attacked you, attacked you. The people that are prosecuting you are black. The people that are supposed to have the hand in putting you in jail are now black and the people who are defending you are white what the fuck is going on here i'm confused i'm confused smollett heads to the empire set at studios on the west side where his cast members and crew are shooting the final episode of season five his legal team releases a statement slamming police and maintaining smollett's innocence the presumption of innocence, a bedrock in the search for justice, has trampled upon the expanse of Mr. Smollett and notably on the eve of mayoral election. Mr. Smollett is a young man of incapable, of impeccable character and integrity who fiercely and solemnly maintains his innocence and feels betrayed by a system that apparently wants to skip due process and proceed directly to sentencing. You see how they spin it? You see how they spin it? They're going to spin it. I mean, he has lawyers. He's got money to hire good lawyers. Um, he's got his lawyers. He's a celebrity. He's somewhat of a celebrity. Oh, he's alone. No, let's keep, let's be real. He, he's a celebrity. Celebrities get treated differently. Okay. Unless, you know, yeah, obviously, you know, I mean, when it gets to the point of Harry, Harvey Weinstein and uh, uh, Bill Cosby, then, you know, you know, it was just too overwhelming. But something like this can really get spun out of control. They can say, oh, you're treating me like this because I'm black. I mean, because I'm black, because I'm gay. He's got he's got two shields, two iron shields, black and gay. You know, black in 2019, black or any minority for that matter, you know, uh, it's pretty much, you can pretty much pull a race card on that. And you can pretty much, you know, throw things off. I'm not saying you're going to get away with it, but you can throw things off with a race card. If you're going to get fired, just say, "Hey, I'm getting fired because I'm black." And you and you're going to drag some people on the ground and it's it, it's going to cause some, you know, you're going to stir the pot. That's what I meant. You're going to stir the pot. If you say, "Yo, I'm black." Hey, he's firing me cuz I'm black. Or he's firing me cuz I'm Hispanic and my immigration status cuz I, you know, cuz I cuz I came into the country on a visa or uh because I have an accent or because I'm Muslim or because I'm gay, you're going to stir the pot. It's not going to go easily. You know, uh, if you're a white guy, you ain't got nothing to stir. You, you, you don't, you're not even in the kitchen. You don't even have a spoon. <laughs> you can't, right? There's nothing you can say. You're getting fired, you're getting fired, bro. But, um, you know, right now, that's the, the side we live in. And people are threading very lightly, very lightly. You got to see at my job, they thread lightly. You got to be careful what you say. Whoa, uh, I mean, I didn't mean it like that. I hate, you know, pe people do that now when they talk. 
They're like, you know, I mean, you know, I didn't mean it this way. I'm like, holy crap, bro. I understand. Regard, you know, relax. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, and, and, you know, it's funny. Uh, people, people, uh, when they talk to me, right, they feel like, of course, they're like, oh, this guy's, some people see me and they don't know what, they're like, oh, this guy's light skin. He has to be, I wonder if he's black. People ask me, are you black? Are you what are you? And I'm like, yo, I'm fucking Dominican, bro. You know what I'm saying? You know, Dominicans are like mulatto. We're like, we're like black with a little extra, a little extra milk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because of the, you know, with the European side, you know what I mean? Um, though that's just my side, you know, and I have a Haitian too, but, um, they, they, they feel like they have to let me know that they're, that they're Democrat because they think I'm like a leftist or a Democrat or I'm a, some kind of Trump hater and, you know, they feel like they have to tell me that, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, I just let them do it. I don't say anything. I don't be like, oh, I'm Trump. You know, I'm not, you know, but I don't be like, oh, I'm a, uh, you know, MAGA and I don't wear Trump hats or nothing, you know, not like that. But I'm not a leftist. But they feel like that the, this one guy, is says new guy, he's like, you know, I, I'm I'm a lefty. He's like, you can call me a left wing. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, snowflake or a, uh, you know. Whatever, whatever, because I'm left wing and, and I'm a Democrat. And he said it like to get my approval. And I just looked away. I just like, let me go away, man. I ain't, yeah, <laughs> he ain't trying to get in my good graces telling me you're a Democrat. But anyway, this thing, man, is crazy. Let's look at this. Look, look. do you realize I hold him, I hold Jussie uh, in, the, in the same category you know, obviously, nobody died, thank God. This could have created a race war. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they This could have created a race war, and it could have been really bad. You know what I mean? People could have died, but nobody did. Uh, you know, they, 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 nobody died, thank God. I put them in the same category, though. As uh, the lady who blamed Emmett Till, this lady lied on this man, on this kid, and he lost his life. You know what I'm saying? Because she lied. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish. She was just, you know what I mean? She, she's like, oh, this guy, you know what I mean? She lied, and then she uh, admitted it later. I mean, this woman, I don't know, I don't, is she still free? Does anybody know? You can call in, you write whatever. Uh, if I put this up to, on YouTube, you post in the comments below. Did she lie? Did she? Is she still alive? I want to know if she's still alive. Um, but anyway, this woman should have gotten the chat. I don't care how old she was. Somebody died in a horrible way. Not they didn't just get you know a death sentence, put in jail, get a death sentence, get a lethal injection. He died in a horrible, horrible, painful. Way because of your lie, and you just sat there living your life like you ain't ruined somebody else's life over a lie. You know what I mean? And that's wrong. I think she, yo, she should have got, she should have got the death penalty. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. 
And now Jesse, I'm not gonna say he's gonna get, you know, he should he should get the death penalty. And the only reason I'm saying that is because nobody got hurt, nobody died. The only reason we got hurt is him. He did that to himself. But nobody got hurt, nobody died. Now, had he created a race war where people were destroying things, now you had, you know, you know, uh, people getting hurt, people losing businesses because they're burning them. You know, created another uh, 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 what's his name. Uh, you know, like a Rodney King, uh, which that one was actually legit, but like, you know, a riot or something. You know what I'm saying? He's like, uh, uh, also, what was that girl that, uh, was it Al Sharpton that, uh, back in the, back in the nineties who says she was, uh, she was, uh, raped and stuff and it turned out to be a hoax. Yeah. Well, not a hoax, but she, she well, it was a hoax. Yeah. Cause she said five white guys or oh, four white guys raped her. One of them was a cop. The, the one cop was getting hassled so much about that, or the one person was getting hassled so much that he ended up killing himself, and then it turned out that she lied. She said that because she was like she she didn't want to get in trouble with her parents because she was out or something. That's crazy. Things happen when you tell lies. Things happen when you tell lies of this magnitude. You know what? Okay, let me let me let me let me give you this. Let let's say. This went through. Let's say they they caught two guys. They let's say they just happened to have MAGA hats on. Let's say they just happened to walk around that area at that time. Let's just say. And they caught him. Now, Jesse has amazing lawyers, an amazing team, and amazing support from politicians and all that stuff, right? And these guys are just regular guys who are wearing maggots who support Trump or whatever. They may they they're not racist. They just support Trump. They're just conservatives. Let's just say. And let's do you think Jesse would have been like, nah, that's not them. Or he would have been like, oh, this this is gonna solidify what I just did, and now now I'm a victim, and I'm gonna get every role, and I'm gonna get a movie made about me, and people are gonna talk about me, and I'm I'm a super activist because I'm a victim, you know? He he gonna be like, yeah, that was them. Now you're thinking, well, they're white, they're gonna get off. Okay, let's say they get off. Guess who still doesn't believe that they're innocent? Everybody else. So in the street, they can't walk because they, they can't walk in the street. They can't live where they live. They're going to find them. Somebody, people who want to take justice in their, into their own hands are going to find them just like Emmett Till. And they, and they can hurt them. They might kill them. Two people who, had, who don't even know who he is. But some of you still going to defend him. Some of you still going to defend him. Just like the people who defended that woman who died on, um, I'm sorry, who lied on Emmett Till. Some of y'all still going to defend him. You're still going to do it. Because again, we live in this crazy society, man. We are controlled, man. Controlled. Narratives. Narratives. Nobody thinks outside. No, nobody thinks for themselves. I think, to be honest with you, and not to just harp on Democrats because Republicans are the same, you know, have issues too, a lot. Um, but a lot of Democrats, a lot of what they call quote unquote snowflakes or whatever, leftists, a lot of them, I think I see a lot of people and a lot of them aren't, don't really like, I feel like they don't really want to be a part of that. They just doing it because they feel like they have to, especially minorities. 
especially a lot of black people, especially, you know, Hispanics. I feel like they don't really want that. But they just doing it because that's what's in. That's what the that's what the herd is doing. You know what I mean? That's what the cool kids are doing. So they have to be part of that. Because if they if they're not, look what happens. Look, I I've seen. Hell, I've been called a coon and house nigga and all that shit. But look what happens to black kids or well, I'm sorry, black black people, women, men, whatever, who don't align to that narrative of the left or the or the what do they call the uh, oh my god the uh, uh, the Democrats they get called all kinds of names they're outed I, I seen video after video whether and I read the comments I follow some of them Brandon Tatum he gets called all kinds of name Joy Villa and all them girls um, um, they get called all kinds of stuff they get called all kinds of stuff. That 16-year-old uh, kid is really smart, man. This kid is a G. This kid, th- listen, This I, when I saw this kid, what is his name? Hold on. When I saw this kid, okay, I said, oh, my God. He's 16 years old. Uh, he's a conservative. 16 years old. My phone's about to go off, okay? It's about to go off. I'm letting you right now because I just turned the internet back on. Um. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I can't remember his name, but I want to get his name here because I want to get it right. Um, this kid, his name is, let me see if I find his name here. 16 years old, man. And he's just like super smart, this kid. Smart as I don't know what. He has a YouTube channel also. He's got a YouTube channel. And, oh, CJ Pearson. CJ Pearson. This kid, CJ Pearson. He actually went to the White House recently. He got invited. Um, 16 years old. Uh, and he's just, he's just, this kid is this kid. I said, yo, if this kid runs for president... I'm not even going to, as soon as I hear he runs for president, I don't even want to, I don't, I don't even want to hear what he's got to say. I'm straight, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be leaning towards this kid because this kid looks like a president. Like this kid looks like a president. This kid looks like a president. It's literally a 16 year old African-American kid. Just, I mean, this guy's, this kid's intelligent. You, you got to hear the way he talks, the way he, the way he, uh, and I'm not talking about the way he articulates, because everybody gets offended. Oh, he articulates. What that mean? So, no, shut the hell up. What I'm saying is the way he, um, he references things. He, you know, the words he uses, the the way he puts things together, is like, damn, this kid. Okay, this kid, this kid did his homework. You know, he looks like somebody who's going to be in some kind of political. St- I'm telling you, I'm listen. Remember that name, C.J. Pearson. But he gets called a lot of stuff. He gets called all kinds of names, the kid. The kid's 16, and the people are still attacking him like, you know, like he's an actual politician, made policy. He's just saying what he thinks. You know what I mean? But anyway, that's all I got, man. Just, just small things. Insane, crazy, deranged, yo. Don't forget to like, subscribe, man. Follow me on social media, man. And of course, I will see 